well, here we are, episode one of my podcast. To be honest, this is something that I have wanted to do for years and I just couldn't find the right thing to talk about. It didn't feel right just to do legal tips and legal info because honestly, I thought that was maybe a little bit boring. Um, And then I thought, oh, maybe I could just do something that I'm interested in as a podcast, but that never happened either. So then I finally came to the conclusion, why not combine the two things that I'm thinking about all the time, which is small business and being a small business lawyer, and just talk about that and the experiences that have kind of brought me to where I am. And it was kind of ironic that the first idea that popped into my head for this podcast was about toxic productivity. Because it's currently school holidays when I'm recording this. And I guess, you know, part of that is relaxing and hanging out with the kids. But I know many small business owners, we can't always turn off our brains. So for some reason, just this idea of the podcast just kept coming up and this concept of toxic productivity. So if you don't know what toxic productivity is, it's basically just this idea in the culture that if you're not producing then it means that you're not contributing to society or your value is determined by how much you're producing and when it becomes toxic is when you can't rest or you feel like resting is wasting your time and you find things to just fill it with productive outcomes so that's why I say it's kind of ironic that in my moment of trying to rest, I decided here's some things that I can do and more content to produce. But I think it's a really interesting topic, one that I find really interesting, especially in my career as a lawyer, but also now as a business owner. So to give you some context of how I perceive time and how I was taught to perceive time, When you step out of university into your first private practice law job, the first thing they teach you before how to answer the phone properly and how to restock the paper in the printer, which is probably a redundant task these days, is they teach you about time and time recording. So in the legal industry, and there's lots of industries that have now adopted time recording, your day is broken down into six-minute increments and that is I promise you as boring as it sounds so you have a billable budget which is work that will get billed to the client and you have non-billable time as well so you're not really it depends on where you work but I was never required to record if you know if you're getting a coffee or going to the toilet you don't have to necessarily record that they definitely look at your billable time because they set a budget. But if you were doing non-billable work, if it was admin or if you were going to networking or doing writing articles for marketing, you would also record that because the idea is that the senior partners or the partnership level want to be able to see what people are doing with their time. So you can already kind of see how this creates a bit of a toxic environment, you could say, and certainly a huge pressure to produce all of the time 
because you are basically judged. Your value is judged on how much output that you have. And this is obviously that's something that stuck with me throughout my career. And I don't do time recording in my own business, but it's just the way that I was taught to think about time. And when you're starting out in your career or even your business, it's very easy to think, oh, well, if I'm not doing income generating work, then what's the point? What's the value in this? And I definitely felt that shift when I started my business because when you start your business, you don't have a lot of clients. For me, I had zero. I was starting from scratch. So you have to do the tasks that in my learning and my career, I was told were not billable, were the bottom of the list in terms of priority, which was marketing and networking. And it really had to, I had to flip that on its head and go, well, no, these are part of being a business owner and it is valuable, even though you can't put a dollar figure on it. But toxic productivity to me kind of extends beyond me having to unlearn that marketing is valuable. It's also this constant need to do. And going back to those early days in business, because I didn't have a client base that I was bringing with me, I had to start from scratch. I definitely felt a pressure to constantly be doing, looking at marketing articles or listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, consuming a lot of content to fill my brain because I thought I have to be doing something. And to me, that is the essence of toxic productivity in the business world is that we feel like we are constantly having to do something. And I think that what I've had to unlearn is that sitting in reflection or just having an end to your day and stepping away from the computer can often lead to the most creative ideas or you'll find inspiration in places that you didn't expect it which I think actually has happened during this school holiday period for me. When we force ourselves to just stop, I believe that's when we get the ideas and we get the inspiration that will help us to keep going. But I think the problem is knowing when to stop. So I think what I've come to realise is it's not about turning our brains off, which sometimes I would like that switch, that would be lovely, which I don't think happens when you're a business owner, but it's about stepping away from our usual environment, our usual surroundings, and accepting that we don't have to be thinking about content creation. We don't have to be thinking about the next social media post, what what we're going to do with our email list. We need to create that time away from our business. And I think this whole toxic productivity has really seeped into what we do. We do live in a very fast pace culture. And I don't think that's just exclusive to law. I think I was definitely in an industry where that is much more highlighted. It's a much more of a pressure cooker for time, pressure and productivity, because there is that pressure of meeting a billable budget and money becoming such a huge focus. But on the flip side now, as a business owner, 
is when you get to different levels in business. So once you start getting consistent work and you're getting clients and they're coming back to you, your brain's then going, okay, what's next? What do I need to do next to keep this? And you feel that if you stop, it's all going to go away. And I know that I've personally felt like that now that I'm four years into business and I've got the consistent work each month. There is that feeling of, okay, if I stop, is it all going to just go away? Is it all going to crumble? Am I allowed to have a rest? So this topic is definitely a work in progress for me. And it's something that I wanted to talk about because it's what I'm dealing with at the moment in business. And I wanted to share that to show other people and hopefully other business owners feel the same that this is the stages of business. I don't think we ever get over these things. It'll just be the old saying of new level, new devil, but it's unlearning some of those learnings that, that we've all come from in different backgrounds that affect how we think about our business. And maybe your business was a totally different background that, yeah, time or money wasn't such a focus and maybe you struggle to create that structure around your day. But for me, it was certainly a sense of, and even now that I've got, the flip side now is that now that I've got consistent client work, and yes, I should always prioritize that. And I do prioritize that to marketing or networking. I find those old habits die hard. Those old thoughts creep in a lot to, to tell me just do the client work because that's where the income is. And the marketing can wait, but that's just not the reality when you've got a business. It all has to work together and we have to make the time to combine all those parts of our business. And I think that is something that is hard to learn, hard to unlearn those lessons. But as I said, it's a process and we all need to kind of be conscious of our time and giving ourselves that space so that we're not feeling that we're constantly having to produce and that our value is tied to what we produce and the content that we're putting out there. That's probably another podcast for another day in terms of content and putting yourself out there. But I think that is probably a good place to end this first episode and give you a bit more insight into my business journey. There will be some guests along the way. Um, I do really want to chat to other business owners about their journey and share what they've learned as well. So thank you for listening to this first episode and I'll be back.